I believe for me this year was one of the things I did. You mentioned this earlier, Chad, with chocolate. I removed some things from my life that were things I was just accustomed to, and I made myself earn those things. So I also, this is, I'm gonna give you two. Cause the other thing I did is I lied to myself about who I, who I was. So I was like, I told myself I was who I wanted to be. I would be at the gym, on the treadmill, saying out loud, you couldn't hear me through the panted breathing, but there's no place I'd rather be on this earth right now than right here on this treadmill. I love to run. I'm fit, I'm fast, I'm 40. I cannot tell you how many times I said, I'm fit and I'm 40, running on a treadmill in the gym. I didn't believe any of those things. I wasn't, any, I wasn't even 40 yet, you know? Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Adventure Podcast, where we give entrepreneurs the tools to climb higher and faster than ever before. And we're back for a new year, stronger and faster than ever. We've got some really cool content coming your way, but we thought what better way to kick off the new year than to discuss goal setting. It's on everyone's mind, everybody's talking about it. And so in today's episode, Josh and Chad reflect back on their year in 2020 at some of the goals they set early on and the pitfalls that they face, the challenges, and then the tips and tricks that they use to come across the finish line stronger and faster. So we hope you'll enjoy today's episode, the first episode of the new year in 2021 of the Entrepreneur Adventure. And with that, I'll turn it over to our host, Josh Melton and Chad Brown. Welcome to the 2021 goal setting edition of the Entrepreneur Adventure. In today's episode, we're going to talk about wrapping up the infamous 2020 and how we're planning and what we're setting going into 2021. We're doing this, of course, virtually. The first Josh and Chad virtual Zoom podcast. Welcome, Josh. Hey, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Full disclosure, we're about 20 feet away from each other, separated by a wall. But it's 2020 right now, and you're still supposed to social distance. So instead of having one of those like plexiglass screens between us, we just went different offices, but similar background, which is pretty cool. So pleasure being with you, Chad. This is going to be fun. I'm excited, man. And I, um, yeah, I feel like we're kind of in the same room because we're right next to each other, but we're not. So this is testing some new ground for us, yeah. uh, opening up a whole new world of podcast guests all throughout the country and the world as we go from here and the virtual entrepreneur adventure. So how do you want to start this thing today, man? How, how are you feeling about wrapping up 2020? How are you feeling about going into 2021? Where are you at? Yeah, dude. So it is currently, it is Wednesday, December 30th. So we're like on the cusp of the end of 2020. Man, I'm excited. I'll tell you, I had a goal yesterday that I had set in ignorance earlier in the year. So kind of coming into year's resolutions, all that crap. I was going to be 40 this year. I decide like, I hate to run. Always hated running, even in sports. I was like, I can chase a ball, but if you want me to run in circles for no reason, I don't understand why I would travel to get just to the same place makes no sense. But I decided that one of the things I needed to work on was I got to get more disciplined and I got to win that kind of mind over mattress type mentality. You know, like I got to get myself to do things I don't want to do 
so I could get comfortable being uncomfortable, so to speak. So I was like, all right, I'm going to run this year. Uh, I want to be fit at 40. My birthday's in December. So I will run a 5K in 25 minutes. No idea what that meant. Um, I didn't know how fast that meant, what the pace was. Honestly, I thought a 5K was 2.6 miles. So in my mind, I was like, oh, that's probably like 10-minute miles-ish. And if I got a year to train, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm a – I wasn't in shape, but I wasn't, wasn't carrying a ton of extra weight or anything. So I could do that. And it just started rolling. But anyway, yesterday uh, I ran officially my first 25 minute 5k. So uh, it was cool. And I have a different goal that got set along the way. So that was just, this is just a benchmark goal at this point, but it was cool to hit knowing like, Oh, you know, I set this abstract. I say abstract. It was a clear defined goal, but it was abstract to me. And I just kind of made it up that it would mean something getting me closer to like what I really wanted. So my why was to be fit at 40. This is just a way I chose to throw something out there to give me a, you know, something to run towards some type of target to go after, but it was cool hitting it, man. And it's just, again, at this point, it's just like a little benchmark along the journey or another like rung on the ladder uh, that I'm climbing up. But after I, I actually sent you and, you know, another buddy of ours like, Oh, Hey man, here's my, this is the fastest I've ever been. It was after I said that to you that I realized, Hey, this was my goal when I started. So uh, <laughs> hit the goal, man, with a day to spare or something like that. So I, I'm fired up about my goals, man. Um, I'll tell you two things in regards to it, that if I would not have surrounded myself with people like you and some of the other guys that have come into my life this year, just to be a little bit more, um, I don't know, the accountability. So people who are running toward the same type thing, trying to get better in the, in the same areas, it gave me tremendous accountability and encouragement to continue to like stay true to what my goals were. But then this morning, I got a guy that I've known forever, but I haven't seen in a long time. He let me know. He's like, Hey, I've, I've been a runner for my whole life. And based on your frame and this and that, he's like, you could run a 5k in like 19 minutes. So I was like, Oh man, you may have helped me set my 2021 goal. So um, anyway, overall, man, it's, I'm, I'm fired up about 2020 goals. This was the fitness part was really like the one, like this is an area of my life I'm going to focus on improving this year. And the ripple effect it had was tremendous. So I'm like really excited to set 2021 goals. But at the same time, I'm like, I got to, you know, I don't need to have 15. Most of us do New Year's resolutions. And there's like 25 different things we said we're going to do. I'm like, no, I got to, you got to make it narrow. You know, you got to make it something like that's, you're not, getting minuscule little progress in 30 different areas, you're actually starting to get some traction in one and realizing that that will have a ripple effect into the other areas. So fired up about 2021 goals, man, I just got to figure out like which areas I want to define, continue to progress in the fitness thing, but why, what's the next little stage or habits I can start to add? How about yourself, man? I know you crushed it in 2020 in a lot of different ways, did some things you've never done. I'd love to know what your kind of favorite accomplishments or favorite goals, best goals you achieved in 2020 where what you're looking for for 2021 awesome man that, that's really cool really cool to hear and i want to talk a lot more about this running situation and your goals and stuff and, and what you've achieved in 2020 uh so we'll circle back to that but for me so going into 2020 uh i was already starting to see the value I get and the benefit from the fitness standpoint. So a big thing was me was continuing to harness that. And I didn't start the year. This is interesting. I did not start 2020 with this intention. Um, 
it, but it kind of migrated. I was in 2019 doing these 30 day and 60 day challenges. I want to try to work out for 30 days straight, or I want to try to exercise for 60 days straight. And I was doing different series of those. And I started it, I really needed it from a mental standpoint and a stress standpoint during tax season. So all of this started in early 2019. I continued to see progress and see the value there and the ripple effect in all areas in 19. So as we were starting 2020, I wanted to do more of that, but I didn't anticipate what was going to happen. And this was, for me, this is definitely one of my top two accomplishments of 2020. It was starting around mid-January, right around the 15th, I started doing another 30-day challenge and I anticipated it was going to be a 60-day challenge. How do I exercise every day for 60 days? Let me get some other people involved. I end up getting like 17 other people involved through friends and social media. And I got to 60 and I was loving it so much and seeing so much ripple effect and benefit. I wanted to do 90 and I'd never done 90 before. Um, I think the most I'd done before that was 66 or 67 days. Well, that turned into, can I do this for 365 days? And as of right now, we're at the end of the year, I've uh, exercised or worked out every single day since January 15th. Um, I'm 18 or so days away from doing it for 365 days straight from a fitness standpoint. That is a huge accomplishment for me. I went eight maybe 10 years doing very little physical activity. I'm an active person. Um, I'm blessed with a good metabolism. I drink a lot of coffee. I stay pretty stressed. So it's not like I gain a whole lot of weight, but it also wasn't like I was in shape either. So getting physically active, getting in shape, uh, the health benefits behind it, eating better, uh, those things all started to come uh, as part of something I valued in 2019, and I really took it to another level in 2020. And it's interesting because that wasn't my goal. That wasn't my resolution. That's something that just kind of morphed and happened. And as we're going into 2021, I'm really excited about celebrating 365 days straight of exercising every day. And as you can imagine, there were times, this was a huge challenge. Um, times I was, you know, didn't feel great. I had days uh, that I had other stuff going on, that I was working 15 plus hours a day. There was one day I had an allergic reaction and I still managed to do a seven mile bike ride while I was in the middle of an allergic reaction, like just craziness. <laughs> Things taking your body mentally and physically to places I've never pushed before. And that was really cool for me. But, you know, what's interesting about it is you talk about the ripple effect of you setting goals around the running and things that you've seen from a fitness level. For me, the ripple effect has been tremendous from a stress level, from a happiness level. Mentally, I feel so much sharper. I don't really know why, but the angles that I see business and the angles that I'm able to adapt and digest and make decisions, I'm just way better at what I do on a day-to-day -day level. And now, as we go into 2021, I'm in a position where I'm going to keep going, not because I'll necessarily have the 
goal to work out every day or to exercise every day, I'm going to keep doing it because it's become my lifestyle now. It's kind of who I am and what I do. It's a part of my life. It's just like brushing my teeth. I brush my teeth twice a day. Now I just work out or exercise every day. And it's a habit that is going from just a habit to now as part of my life and part of who I am. So that's been the biggest thing and had the biggest impact on uh, a change in how I eat, how I approach my day, how I handle stress, how I cope, how I've built new groups of friendships. And uh, also to understanding this was big for me uh, in 2019 to understand this of how much of an asset your health than you are to your business. Uh, by far your health and your energy and your time is the most valuable thing we have. And plugging that into your business is the most valuable asset you have from a business or an entrepreneur standpoint. So I had for again, eight or 10 years been absorbed in the entrepreneurial space of growing businesses and starting businesses. And I don't have time to work out. I don't have an hour a day. I don't have 30 minutes to drive to the gym to work out for 30 minutes to drive back home and shower. I don't know when I can fit it in. I'm working crazy hours. I'm stressed. Starting to do it and taking away the excuses. Somehow the time frees itself up. And not only that, I feel like I have more time now than I've ever had. So it's interesting how it all works. It's, it's hard to explain, but that is a huge place uh, where I feel so accomplished and have seen such a tremendous benefit in 2020 and being able to do it through all the pandemic and everything else uh, going on. It's been the one place I had something I could control. I could stay consistent. I could stay dependable and a place where didn't get changed uh, from a COVID standpoint or from a pandemic or social distancing standpoint. I can still work out at home. Uh, I can still ride bikes on the road. I can adapt and do some other things if I can't go swim or go to the Y. So it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it and I'm excited to see kind of where it goes and where um, I want to take it now in 2021. And then the other place for me, of course, and, and a huge one for you too, is the business conference, uh, the Stronger Business Summit. That was my biggest challenge and goal that I wanted to achieve is have a successful business summit in 2020. Uh, we were able to do that. Uh, we had to pivot, had to make some changes, had to do some things a lot different, uh, but we made it happen. It was wildly successful from a speaker standpoint and a content standpoint, and that's a huge place of a uh, pride and accomplishment and a challenge for me uh, at a whole nother level. And those are the two biggest. I think the, the other places that were a huge win for 2020, there was a lot of things that were challenging, a lot of things that were negative, but being able to pivot and find wins in all of our businesses. Now, some of that is just sheer luck. We were lucky enough and I was lucky enough to be engaged in businesses that had a chance to pivot and that had angles to survive and, and somewhat be more profitable in some areas um, than a lot of other people. But being able to adapt and move fast and keep all the businesses profitable and sustainable and surviving in 2020 is a major um, sense of pride for me and a place that I'm really glad I had the other things going on in my life that allowed me the mental and physical capacity to be able to do that. And 
that's awesome. Uh, I, I had a great 2020. I just come out of a great Christmas experience with my wife, very non-traditional. Um, probably had more wins and successes on a personal level in 2020 than I ever have before. So, man, I am pumped up about 2021. I'm excited to go into a new year with less obstacles and less restrictions and really just add fuel to the fire and uh, keep things growing and going uh, faster than ever before. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I think that from seeing you, and again, you and I have known each other for a long time at this point, but one of the wins that, so I see for you, that's a, the, the, the bystander, so to speak, in a great seat, you know, I got front row seats to the, to the serial CFO show for 2020, which is great. But you've always been a high performer. You know, just, just you were someone people would see as someone who could accomplish things and accomplish things well. But this year, what I saw in you that was the, the monumental change was your growth in leadership. So not just being someone who people could count on to produce, but being someone people could count on to be out front, like leading and others are coming behind you. And it was just cool to see that um, you being, again, just such a great performer and like someone who accomplishes tasks so consistently and such, you're accountable, people can count on you. But seeing you pull other people out, like you said, you know, you set a goal to do this challenge, 30, 60, 90 day challenge for your personal physical fitness. And people started joining you. It's like you're Forrest Gump, man. That's who you should be for Halloween for 2021. If we're allowed to have it, you should dress up like Forrest and go for a run, my friend. Uh, oh, that's a good 2021 Stronger Business Summit breakout right there. I like that. Ooh, that that may be a good start to the summit. <laughs> Maybe start it. Mean, Forrest Gump theme starting it off. Uh, <laughs> I can do Rocky. That. I could do that. I've always been a little slow anyway, so this will be Keep perfect. Keep the me. beard growing, brother. You know, Rocky is the guy. <laughs> That's right. This is just all part of the master plan. Rocky got a little slower as he got older, you know, because he's getting beat around for a little bit. So this may be right. This might be the right lane for me to run in, so to speak. Uh, I want to ask you a question, Chad, about goals, because this is something I've learned that in the past there's been times where. I'd set a goal. I think this is pretty common. People come up with a New Year's resolution, and this is what I'm going to do different this year. And overwhelmingly, most people fail, and they fail early, and then they quit. And so a book I read this year called The 12-Week Year talks about the difference between being interested in something and being committed to something. And I can see in my own life where I've had goals or I've had initiatives or things I wanted to do that were, when I look back, like, I was really interested in those things but I don't know how often I ever really truly committed to doing it. And so how do you go between things you might be interested in doing and then things you're willing to commit to doing like the summit, like it wasn't an interest thing. It was like, no, we're going to do the stronger business summit. And we pulled it off because of your leadership when we shouldn't have been able to, if that would have been an interest, there's, we would have scrapped it way back when you were committed to it, you made it happen. But how do you decipher between this is what I'm actually willing to commit to versus, ah, this, this would be nice. You know, someday maybe versus someday is going to happen, going to make it happen. No doubt. Definitely. So this is something I have learned about myself and, and truly so many overlaps from fitness. And I've learned so much in the last two years from the side of working out, exercising, uh, focusing on fitness and incorporating that into a discipline and a routine and what, what that taught me about, about who I am and how I operate is I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. Like I do not have the three days a week or I do not have the 
let me put this on my list and I'll get to it at some point. I am an all in or all out. And I never understood that or realized that uh, until about a year ago. And when I started doing, I always wanted to be in shape. I always wanted to be fit. I always wanted to be healthy. I, I understand the value and, and just the lifelong benefits and effects of being in shape and eating healthy and those things. But I always got derailed because I had other priorities or too many things going on. It was business stuff or meetings or work or life, marriages, other stuff going on. Um, some hobbies, some work, uh, some relationship all in between. And what I found out is if I leave myself to make those decisions, I start prioritizing where my time's at. If I leave myself to make those decisions, then I let emotions start controlling those decisions. I have outs. I have, I, at the end of the day, I can outsmart myself uh, really quickly and talk myself in and out of all sorts of different things. And even though I want to do it or I have interest in it, or maybe uh, I'm, is something that's really important to me, it's still easy for me to justify telling myself something different or kicking that to tomorrow or postponing or under prioritizing over something else. And I took that away this year. I went into 2020. The one thing I did set as a resolution, the one thing I did set as a theme and something I was going to stick to was simplify. And that was a big thing for me. I wanted to simplify I wanted the less and I wanted to focus and commit and be all or nothing and all in the things that I cared about and wanted to accomplish and that were the big picture items that I could sit down and say, okay, this is what I want. This is what I want to achieve. This is what I'm committing to. And I'm all in. I'm committing to it every single day, not three days a week, not on and off, not this month and not next month. And and I set that simplify theme. I ordered decals and stickers. I put it on my computers. I put it in my car. I put it on my on my bag that I carry to work every day. It's on my mirror at home. Like I kept that in front of me and said, let's let's not get derailed. Let's not prioritize other stuff. Let's simplify. Let's know what we want and let's go all in and let's do it every day. And that's where the everyday exercising comes in. That's where the, we're wanna do a business conference and a business summit. I need to put on my calendar to work on this every day for 30 minutes or an hour. Um, I know the three things I really care about and I wanna accomplish this year, which is being healthy. It's around finance and it's around these areas of work and businesses that I already have these three things I'm going to work on every day and I'm going to build it into my calendar. And it's not something I do when I have time. It's not something I do on the weekends. It's not something I do three days a week. It's an everyday all in commitment. And it has made such a drastic difference in my life this year. I've got so much more clarity. I've seen successes and growth in places. I never dreamed possible in a year, much less a year during a pandemic. So for me, I really dialed it down. I focused on two or three or four things, like you said earlier around the resolution thing. And I went all in. I said, hey, I'm, I'm all out on everything else. Uh, nothing, Simplify comes from nothing new. No new businesses, no new real estate, um, no new startups, no new investments, no new cars. 
let me take all the time I'm spending researching and due diligence and wasting in other areas and let me go all in in the things I already have in the areas that I already know that's a long-term win for me. And, and a lot of that came out of some stuff you and I were able to do together, identifying with the serial CFO side, I want to speak and I want to be a part of conferences and I want to be able to add value on a large scale to a lot of people at one time. That's where these things come in. And that business summit was a big part of that. That was the kickoff. So that was the place where that was a place I wanted to be all in because I have a five and a 10 year goal that that is building towards and that's accomplishing for me, helping me achieve something that's a long-term win. So it's a bit of a long-winded uh, story, but I guess that answered your question. That does answer my question, man. Um, I think that one of the things I've noticed some of the similar things is you and that number one, we're very different in this one capacity of being all in. So I have to be all in because like I'm an extreme personality. And so I don't do moderation well at all. And on your side, you're a much more structured, disciplined person than I am. I think just more, more naturally than I am just anyway, but I have to be all in. Like, I can't say I'm gonna do something three times a week. Like I can say, I'm going to do it Monday. I'm going to do it Wednesday and I'm going to do it Friday. But if I give myself that type of margin for things that I have to be committed to do, I'll negotiate with myself and not do them. So that's, it's funny. So one of the goals I knew that I, I, I have for 2021 is in regards to running. So for this year, again, I went, you know, I set that goal and I ran some kind of without any type of plan or strategy up until July. And I was like, man, I'm not really doing what I need to do. So the last, uh, I can't remember how many days it was sometime in June, I decided like, I'm going to run 30 miles in 15 days. Cause I knew I could run two miles at a time. I just knew I'd had it to add to my consistency. So in the process of doing that in the last couple of weeks of June, going into July, I saw like I could run three miles a day. I was like, okay, I could do this. So I set a goal for July, which was I'm going to run a hundred miles in July. Cause I knew for me, I'm like, I won't be able to take days off. So I didn't say I'm running every day. I just kind of made that my goal and I hit that, which was good. So for 2021, one of my goals, and again, this is a, as we talk about goals, there's two different types of goals you can have, right? You can have a goal that's more of like a result that you want to hit and you can have a goal that's a habit goal. So I'm going to establish this habit in my life. So one of mine, yours for 2020 was to work out every day, which you have. Um, mine for 2021 is to run every day because I've enjoyed I enjoy running now, which is good, right? Because I hated it really for decades. Yes. Like as a kid, I was like, I hate to run in circles, man. But at this point, I find the value and the joy in it. And I know if I want to get better, I got to do it. So I'm like, run every day because I can't say run three days a week. Now, the other side of that for me is I'm a I'm a addictive type personality. I get, like I do the same thing. I'm compulsive, right? So again, that's why I'm like, for, for my own good, I have to choose to, I'm going to run every day. And for this, to keep myself from my own detriment, I have to box myself into other activities. Three times over the last 12 months, I've had to go on Chick-fil-A fast. I've had to fast from Chick-fil-A because I'm addicted, man. I'll go and I'm just like, I'll go every single day, except for Sunday. They built in a day off for me because they knew it would happen. They knew I'd be there at some point. But uh, I just came off a 100-day Chick-fil-A fast. And so I'm like, man, I just, I don't want to fall into that same type of like 
I'm just doing that thing every single day. And so for 2021, I've defined it. I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to have fun with it. Chick-fil-A Fridays. I get Fridays, I get to eat Chick-fil-A. I thought about attaching that to benchmarks, like making sure I did all the right activities, but I just don't know if I want to hate myself or not for not doing, for not hitting my, uh, my benchmarks. But again, it's just certain things like that will be a reward for me for doing the right things, but also realizing the, sometimes we allow ourselves to do things like eating Chick-fil-A every day is not going to get me to my health goals is what I'm trying to get to. And so, but I don't want to just completely take it away. I think when we've completely removed something for our life and it's the idea it's like forever, like it, it's just, that feels like a too heavy of a weight. Like I have a friend of mine, he hasn't eaten a donut in like 15 years and he's never going to eat a donut again. Cause one day he went to the, to the doctor and he's like, you know, your cholesterol or whatever's too high. And he's like, I can't eat donuts anymore. I'm like, that's a rare person. So sometimes we got to limit some of our other you know activities that may keep us from our, from what our goals are. Uh, so maybe if somebody's like, I want to go to bed early, sleep good, wake up early in the morning, but they're doing happy hour with their buddies four days a week. So, well, maybe you need to limit that to one day a week. And just box yourself in. I'm going to do happy hour on Fridays. But that could be a way that we can get to some of our goals too. So 2021, again, my everyday goal is going to be to run every single day. I think it'll make me a better person. I think it'll help me be consistent. And uh, and I, I'm going to attach that habit goal. So that like, that's going to be, that's a, uh, a lead measure, you know, like, Hey, are you doing the process? Are you committed to the process? And the lag measure will be making that running, going into the goal of, okay, at the end of 2021, can I run a 5k in 20 minutes? So it's, I think it's a realistic goal. It's a long time to train to do it. And I think that it's a difficult goal. So do I, could I do it today? Nope. Couldn't do it. I'll have to train. And so those two things would fit into each other. That lead measure would hopefully lead to that lag measure and I've developed both a habit goal of running every single day, as well as having a kind of benchmark goal or achievement oriented goal of running a 5k in 20 minutes. So I'm with you, man. I have, I'm the type of person that has to build in. Like I can't build a lot of latitude in my goals. Like I got to build more. I got to do it this at this point to get to this. I was challenged with my 25 minute 5k goals a couple of weeks back by, one of our podcast guests, Mr. Range Strider, he was like, do you think you could do it today? I was like, I think if I like mentally was completely focused on doing 5k in 25 minutes, physically, I could probably do it. And I would be like completely shot after that. Cause I don't have the knowledge base to do it yet. He's like, well, how about 12 weeks? You do it in 23 minutes. And honestly, man, his, I, and I agreed to that. And we, he was wise enough to build some type of negative incentive for me to do that. Like, if you don't do this, you have to do this thing that you don't want to do. And, but it, that really helped me get more serious because it was time-based. There was a, then an hourglass that was turned over and I had like, this is when you can meet your goal. And it was one that I couldn't hit. So like I had to do certain things. I got really serious about the training for the, for the 5K at that point. Before that point, I had never timed myself on a 5K. And so I got really serious about it because I knew that not only if I missed my goal, would I have um, you know, let myself down there was a negative consequence attached to it, but it wasn't just affecting me because it was, it was affecting this other person as well. Cause now I got somebody that I truly respect and he's got like, he's helped me set this goal. And if I don't hit it, then like I lose face, you know, with him and it created the right kind of pressure for me. And I, I think now as of yesterday, I did it that sub 25 minute 5k 
and it's just like something clicked. It's like, I can hit the 23 minute. I was like, I think, I honestly do think, I really believe this. I'm like, I can hit it within the next couple of days on this same track. So I want to shift gears here on goals. Because one of the things I realized in goal setting as well is that you have to play the game. So you, you goal setting and, and trying to achieve your goals really is setting, you're like you're creating a game and you're creating rules to the game, right? So again, I said, I'm going to run a 5K in 25 minutes in the year 2020. That's, that's, that's the win. That's the rules. Man, I didn't say what the 5K had to look like. The 5K could be all uphill. The 5K could be all downhill. It's just a 25-minute 5K. Um, if I could figure out how to freeze time, you know, like I, I'd do it. You know, I'd run it 25 minutes, clocking out. I ran it two, two minutes and 30 seconds. It's a brilliant time. You can figure out the rule to play the game within the game. Tim Ferriss talks about this in his book, 4-Hour Workweek. Oh, man, you're in, you're in this. Like you play, you, you help people win the money game because there's all these tax laws and stuff and you have to figure out how to play the game that's within the game. So <laughs> for me, again, this 5K thing, I started thinking this and I didn't let myself get too far into it, but I really did. I Googled this downhill 5K. I Googled, I was like, is there a downhill 5K? Is there a 3.1 mile stretch that somebody's marked off where I could run downhill? Because you're a runner, you get this, like you could run faster downhill than uphill. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to get to that one. I'd have a rocket on my shirt right now. But I did because I was like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit my goal. I don't care if I gotta run off the side of a mountain, you <laughs> know, I'm gonna hit this goal this year. But there there's legitimacy to this. You're not cheating yourself, but you're once you've decided, once you've defined like this is what the win is for me, these are the parameters, then how can I hit that goal? And when you get committed to it, this is where it shifted for me. I, for nine months of this year, I was interested in this goal. I was interested in this goal. At times, I'd be committed to it. July, I ran 100 miles. August, I ran probably zero. I was interested in the goal. I wasn't committed to it. I like, you know, I felt like doing it in July, so I did it. I didn't feel like doing it in August, so I didn't. But I got committed to it about nine weeks ago, and I started plotting it out. All right, what do I need to do to get better? What do I need to do to run longer distances? What do I need to do to run faster? And it just it made me start asking these questions that have made me better to where again, now I ran a route yesterday. I'd never ran before. I ran it in the time that I ran it. And I realized, cause it was ultimately a big loop and I ran a couple of spots, you know, multiple times. I was like, Oh, okay. If I ran this route, if I started over here and I ran it this way, then I would get, I would have more downhill time. And that's why I think I could beat it. I think it could beat it anyway. Cause now I know, I know mentally where I'm running, but I was like, Oh, okay. It's just playing the game within the game for all of our rules. You may have set a goal for 2020 or may set a goal for 2021 to earn a certain amount of revenue, gross revenue. And maybe you realize along the way, like you're not going to hit it. or not going to hit what you think you were going to hit, but that gross revenue number actually meant a, a net revenue number. So maybe you said, I'm going to make $500,000 gross revenue in my business. And I want to make 20% profit. So I want to make hundred thousand dollars of net profit. Well, you may not see, okay, because of COVID, and maybe your business was shifted. Maybe you can't figure out how to make 500 gross, but can you still figure out a way to make 100 net? Like play within, play the game within the game. A couple of years back, I was coaching my kids' soccer team. It was like just small little Methodist church, like uh, upward program. There's like four teams in the league. I have the youngest, smallest, shortest, slowest players. There's the four teams. I'm like, oh, okay. We weren't going to win, man. Like we weren't going to win games. And I recognized it. And I told my team, guys, we're not going to win games because the other team is really just bigger and faster than we are. But we can give our best every game, and we can the win for us for this whole season will be can everybody on our team score? 
That was the win. And dude, these kids were into it. And the last game of the season, my youngest daughter, or excuse me, my, my daughter was the youngest person on the team. She had not scored a goal yet. And there was this like breakaway and she had the ball. She's going through the goal and she's about to kick it in. And then her brother was on the same team. He like runs by her, <laughs> kicks the ball in. And everybody knows what's going on. They're like, oh, and they're like, oh. So my son scores a goal and he looks over and everybody's like, oh. <laughs> not exactly the celebration he was looking for. But about two minutes later in the game, my daughter gets another like little breakaway and she scores a goal. And seriously, I got my, my father-in-law took pictures of it. It was an amazing moment because we defined the win. We defined the game within the game. And she scored. And you see the whole team, like in these pictures, he's snapping like, you know, really fast. They're like little body language. Their arms go down. Their arms go rolling up. They're jumping up because they, they won the game. They got crushed that game. They probably got beat 10 to one, you know, 10 to two. But they had defined the win. And it was within the game. So figuring out ways when you're setting your goals, like, all right, how can I play the game within the game? How can I, you know, if I set this abstract goal as I'm getting close, like more narrow, if, as I know, like, okay, what's the best strategy to get to it? What's the best strategy to win? You'll start figuring out ways to get to your goal and not with the least resistance type way. It's just like, what's the best path to get to where I want to go? And that will help you dramatically, but that won't happen when you're just interested in a goal because you don't give the mental aspect to it. That happened for me from once I got challenged by a friend, by a peer, by a mentor, that could you do it at a higher level than what you've set? And I was like, no, but let me start figuring out ways to do it. And we created some leverage, both positive and negative, that made me want to do it with both like the spirit of I want to be a high achiever, but also with the angst of like, I don't want to be a loser and not hitting this goal would make me feel like a loser. So what do I need to do? So I don't know. I'm not telling you to Google downhill 5Ks. I'm telling you to figure out how to win within the rules of your game. So I love the game part of this. And this has been a big change in my life over the past year is I've always approached things from a very black and white scenario. I like painting out situations where I win or I lose. You do this, you win. You don't do this, you lose. Leave no room for for you to justify still feeling like you're accomplishing something or room that there's some vagueness to it where you can manipulate it to, to talk yourself into that still being a positive. I love the black and white and the game and the challenge that has now overlapped and had a ripple effect where that's kind of life for me right now. Everything is a game. Like I am enjoying working out in fitness. I love these challenges. My wife and I are doing things together. At work, it's games and challenges and obstacles. It's not stress or dread or overwhelmingness or, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to get through the next week. It's like, check this out. I got to get through the next week. And if I do this or I can figure out how to downhill this thing I can gain uh, some more energy or some more time like that challenge and game and angles of how to win from a goal setting and goal achieving standpoint for me uh, I've seen that overlap into work and marriage and all aspects of my life where I'm having so much fun in life number one because I'm winning more than I'm losing I'm painting out wins I'm building confidence I'm building momentum but it's also just a heck of a lot of fun even when you lose, you see the places you could have won or what you could have done different and you're ready to tackle it again. I think that's been the most shocking thing for me is I went after these things. I'm going to do these things 
work out 30 days in a row or 60 days in a row. Uh, my wife and I, same with you and Chick-fil-A, we had a chocolate issue. Man, I was eating way too much chocolate. At home, we're eating chocolate. At work, I'm grabbing these little mini freaking Snickers like four times a day <laughs> because I'm bored or stressed. And I'm like, it's just insane the amount of chocolate I was eating. And and I brought my wife along the journey with me. We're like, this is insane. We got to be all or nothing. All right, let's stop eating chocolate for 30 days. And then that went to 60, then that went to 90. And then it's, we started, we said, okay, let's start. I think it was day 113. We're at a restaurant and I got a randomly, the waitress put down a uh, chocolate mint. What, what are they called? Uh, peppermint patties. And just out of habit, I opened it up and I ate it. My wife was like, oh, you ate chocolate. And it, and so it was funny. And immediately had to go to the emergency room, right? Get yeah. your stomach bumped. We're like, no, it's right, like, we're not going out like this. It's like, all right, let's start back eating chocolate. But it was really cool because when we did, we had a lot more discipline and control with it. And honestly, it just wasn't as good. Yeah. And it was more fun having the challenge and doing something together and winning together than it uh, was uh, the goal of just trying to to eat better and things. And and so much so we're doing it again, uh, starting January 1st, that's one of our deals is, hey, let's stop back eating chocolate for a while. Not forever, but let's set some parameters behind it. So I love the game side and your approach there. That's been a big place I found success and just changed my mental aspect in my life of how I look at everything, it, even family challenges or other challenges or things that are, that can be really traumatic. Okay, this is a, how do I win here? How do I find angles? How do I come through this better than I went in? How do pandemic? How do we, this is a, a game. Let's figure out the pieces. Let's, let's play chess with this thing. Let's see how we find little wins and build that. I think that's a lot of fun. I love the way we have intentionally surrounded ourselves. Uh, you and I have done a better job with this this year than I think uh, we've ever seen uh, in business and in personal life with other people that are trying to win. We're not competing. You're not trying to be the fastest 5K in the 5K guy in the world. You have your own goals and your own wins and being surrounded by other higher achievers that are pushing you, but also helping you celebrate and see those angles and learn from the losses. Uh, that's been a place for me where surrounding um, ourselves with similar minded people in business and in the personal life has made a huge difference where it's exciting to text people about stuff, whether it's a positive or a negative, or it's exciting to have coffee and talk about business or talk about fitness or those things. It's, it's a level of enjoyment and a game and winning that I've never experienced before. And that's got a lot to do with uh, the people we've surrounded ourselves with the, simplified goals that I think we're achieving that level of commitment and not interest because we haven't shotgun approached it. We said, what do we want? Who do I want to be in five years? What do I want it to look like? Do I want to be a person that is identified as a runner? Do I want to be somebody that's identified as a successful business owner? Do I want to people to look at me and think this or see my actions and know that it lines up with who I want to be or what I want to look like or what I want my life to be. And I think we've been able to identify that and simplify that and say, okay, this is what we want. Let's rifle approach it. Let's go after it. Let's go all in. I think that's awesome. Here's what I love too. 
I think there's so many positives that can be pulled out of social media. And 90% of the people engaged in social media go down the road of negativity and confrontation and frustration and fear. Um, I have learned, and one of the biggest places I have found that keeps me motivated and keeps me going in the right direction from a goal standpoint is how I have adapted and adjusted my social media. I've got rid of 75% of the people I'm friends or a follow. I have started following and identifying with only the people and places I find value in education and motivation. I've completely revamped why I get on social media, why I post, um, what I do there, other people I look at, other people I've found that serve as mentors that I don't even know or they don't even know I exist. Being able to adapt social media so it looks like the people you want to be around or the people that, that you strive to be like, I think is huge. Also around the education, the places you want to build more knowledge or you want to be an expert in. If you surround your social media around that, you're constantly getting daily feeds in the areas you want to. And my favorite part, this is where I think more people uh, can find value in social media than anywhere else right now is the accountability piece. If you get on social media and you announce what your 2021 goals are, put it on there, put it in stories, put it in posts, you all of a sudden are going to either win or lose in front of thousands of people. And that's pretty freaking motivating. And the level of accountability I think you can get through social media is better than anywhere else. You identify and post and make public what your goals are, what you want to accomplish. You also have to build in the steps and the process. You announce that as well. You do weekly updates. You know if you got to get on your computer or your phone on Friday and talk about how you failed this week and you derailed your entire 2021 plan the first week of February, you're going to be way more motivated to get out and do what you need to, regardless of the obstacles or things in the way. So I think social media is the ultimate place uh, to find accountability and to have an accountability partner. Same thing with your business owner or your wife or putting it on the fridge or things like that. I just feel like social media is a whole other level. You can do it. And if you're on social media, you probably care about what other people think. You're probably... Um, motivated by how you look and how you're perceived from everybody from who you're working with now to people you don't know to people you went to high school with. And I think it's a really cool place to announce goals and announce and publicize what you're accomplishing and what you're doing and know you've got to get on there every week and give an update and you're either accomplishing it or you're not. And that's something I'm loving right now from a social standpoint. And 100% agree with you. Um, I unfollowed so many people this year, and not because I don't like those people, don't respect those people, but because for whatever reason, the content that those people chose to post would bring me stress and or anxiety. So still real life friends with lots of these people. Mm -hmm. But I just recognize like, man, this person just stresses me out with the things that they talk about. And again, 2020 has been a hard year. So I'm not, I don't really, rarely do I unfriend someone on social media, but I have unfollowed a ton of people and then and then followed or friended people that did like you said that would bring me inspiration like okay this guy's chasing it this guy's running at, like he's going after it 
some people local that I'd, so you mentioned like people, there's easy to have follow like the Jesse Etzlers and uh, people that you might get connected through, through somebody like that, that, you know, like, I'm probably never going to build a real life friendship or relationship with this person, but man, there's people in your own community that are probably hitting it out of the park in an area that you want to improve on and you could join or connect or follow those people. And so I know I've done a lot of that this year too. Like, all right, this dude, he's hustling, man. He's, he's, maybe he's a runner or maybe he's building this business, whatever it is, maybe his spiritual life. He's just like, man, that dude seems like he's got it together. And I've just tried to, all right, I'm going to favorite that person on social media. So I see more of their stuff. So I'm going to give just some quick, like rocket fire, like, you know, machine gun fire here tips on, I believe for goals. One is that build off of your momentum. Um, again, I, I went from that running and in, in July of this year, hundred miles and I killed all my momentum in August. I didn't do hardly anything. So Chad, on your end, you've worked out every day. It's like, all right, how can you build off that momentum? Not to just to, to sustain, but to like, to gain, like what's the next level, you know? So momentum, setting clear goals where you absolutely 100% know if you achieved, did you win or did you lose? Like it's, if it's abstract, you don't really know, then it's easy to either give up on it. Uh, you can't keep score or just to say like, yeah, I got that one done. Like I became a better person in 2020. Like, well, how did you become a better person? Clear goals. If you set annual goals, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but it's easy to believe you have more time to achieve it than you actually do. It can sneak up on you. Uh, like one year is a little bit more. It's kind of like, I think you can kind of see out maybe 90 to 120 days. And then it's kind of the horizon. It's like, there's another nine months, 10 months on the other side of that. So when you set goals, you should really be focused on, all right, what can I do in the next 90 days? What benchmark can I hit? Because you don't have as much time as you think that you really have when it comes down to it. It's easy to waste time in the beginning. The more time you waste in the beginning, the more time you have to make up. It compounds. You miss one day at the beginning of the year. It's like, oh, okay. I was going to run 1,000 miles this year. I missed day one. The rate I have to run per day increases by like that much. But if you keep doing that, at some point, it starts to double and triple. Like you can't keep up. So set like 90-day goals and chase it down. Get accountability from people who are trying to achieve goals. Don't get, if you hate your in-laws, don't get accountability from your in-laws. Like get accountability from other people who are hustling and running towards something. And honestly, if it could be in the same thing, like people that are running together, like physically running, like, hey, we both have running goals. Let's talk. Let's keep each other accountable because you're both progressing in the same category. Uh, I know you mentioned this, Chad, like the great thing, I divorced myself this year from some relationships because those people were competing against me. I wasn't competing against them. They were competing against me. And I found friendships where people were competing with themselves, but we were competing with ourselves together. Chad's not competing with me. Chad's competing with Chad. Chad doesn't want to be Josh Felton. He wants to be a better version of Chad Brown. Same here. And we just, we built these little networks of people where we're all like celebrating each other's achievements because Chad running fast or running a long distance doesn't make me feel bad about myself. It makes me want to be a better version of myself. Okay, well, he can do that. What can I do? I'm not trying to chase down his goal. I'm not trying to chase down Ryan Leibowitz. Ryan be like, hey guys, let's go jump off a mountain today. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that, Ryan. But he's got a different set of goals and things he wants to hit. And I, I want to cheer him on and I want to be inspired by him while I still chase down, again, better version of me based on who I am and what I'm committed to, not just interested in. Uh, track your progress. And if you're not, you don't know where you're at. How can you get to where you want to go if you don't know where you are along the way? This one's a big one for me. I haven't done a very good job in the past doing this, and I'm trying to do better. I still sometimes feel awkward doing this, but it's celebrating the wins. 
Um, Chad, you and I both talked about this. I think we we did way better in 2020, uh, both for ourselves and like with each other. But we just like benchmark. Okay, I got it done. What's the next thing? Taking some time to be like, you know what? I said I was gonna do. I was gonna hit this mark. I hit it. I'm gonna take some time to enjoy the fact that I hit it. Now I'm not gonna buy myself a Lamborghini for losing a pound in one week. You know what I'm saying? It's gotta like. But if you lose, if you're trying to lose weight and you lose a pound, I don't know. Give yourself a victory lap. Like go bowling or something and whatever it is that you're, you know, do something that's in, that's in measurements of the goal that you achieved as far as rewarding yourself. My goal achievement secret, I believe for me this year was one of the things I did. You mentioned this earlier, Chad, with chocolate. I removed some things from my life that were things I was just accustomed to. And I made myself earn those things. So I also, this is, I'm going to give you two. Because the other thing I did is I lied to myself about who I, who I was. And so I was like, I told myself I was who I wanted to be. I would be at the gym, on the treadmill, saying out loud, you couldn't hear me through the pants and breathing, but there's no place I'd rather be on this earth right now than right here on this treadmill. I love to run. I'm fit. I'm fast. I'm 40. I cannot tell you how many times I said I'm fit and I'm 40 running on a treadmill in the gym. I didn't believe any of those things. I wasn't even, I wasn't even 40 yet, you know? Uh, but I just, I, I lied to myself about those things. I did this with Chick-fil-A. I did this with smoothies. I would say like, I could go buy a smoothie. I could go to Chick-fil-A, but I would make myself run five miles. I'm like, okay. If I run five miles today, I can go to Chick-fil-A. If I run th- whatever at home at night, if I run three miles. I can't eat an ice cream. It was huge. And half the time at the end of it, I didn't want the Chick-fil-A. I didn't want the ice cream. So I like, save some money. But those things I would just normally give myself, I removed and made myself earn them. Okay, I can get that. I can still get it, but I got to do this first to get it. It was That was the biggest thing I did this year. And again, lying to myself too, telling myself I was who I wanted to be. I've always heard that. I've never done it. This year, I did a little of the spoken word and it worked out for me. Man, that's really right. cool. And it is amazing. You and I don't really talk about these things day to day or we don't plan these things together. But all, those two things... Uh, had a huge uh, impact on me and how I approached this year and a lot of things that happened as well. I found uh, a video of Jesse Itzler talking about how he ran his first 50 miles and he couldn't get past like mile 38. And he hired this coach. And I think you and I talked about this and um, you may even sent me the video. Uh, He hired the coach and they went out for a run and it was all about telling himself like, hey, man, I, I, can, I can run 50 miles. I'm a runner. Or, hey, his was, it's the craziest thing. I don't get tired. Like, it's, it's the craziest thing. Like, my legs don't get tired. Like, I don't, it's a miracle. Like, I just don't get tired. I, I'm built different than most people. Just that lying to yourself and these, like, affirmations. And just by doing that, he went from running 38 miles to 50 miles. Like the next day, it was all so mental and who he was telling himself he was and his limiting beliefs. And I thought that was really cool. And so starting to incorporate some of that into when you're really struggling with a goal or you're, or you're at a time where you're struggling, like telling yourself something different or you're somebody different or something else is uh, is going on, I think is a uh, place mentally makes you way stronger and is really awesome. And then you mentioned like earning it. That is huge for me. That's something that's taken all guilt away from any type of vice or any type of enjoyment. If you put yourself in a position to earn it first, uh, it's such a bigger win. And most of the time you don't want it. 
And that's the crazy thing and the hardest thing for me to explain about goal setting. I've achieved more goals in the last two years than I ever have before. I've set defined goals. The winning is awesome. And it creates, for me, I found the journey behind the goals is so much more valuable than what you're getting out of the goal itself and what you're accomplishing. And the feeling of winning at that level and the accomplishment keeps us from celebrating the win or the goal because we're ready to win again. It just yeah. builds this desire to want to keep doing it and keep winning at a larger level. And it, and at some point it changes from a goal or an obligation or an accountability to fun and challenge and game that you mentioned earlier. And it starts to ripple in all aspects. And for our listeners, setting defined goals, defining all in progress and doing it enough over enough times where it becomes what you love and what you're able to build on, it will change your life. It's changed my life in, in the last two years. And I've always uh, been goal oriented and I've always had a lot of strong work ethic. I've just been able to use these techniques to dial it into a whole nother level in the last year or two. And to be able to mentally come out of a pandemic year in the places we are now, I think is awesome. And, and I'm loving it. So as we go into 2021, lay it out for me. What, uh, What's on the horizon for you? What What's your 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 goals? What are you going to accomplish? I know you've talked a little bit about it. Uh, what's your summary behind what that looks like for you? Yeah, so a couple of things that are very specific. Uh, one, as I mentioned earlier, run every day. Um, one of the things, too, for me, taking it to a different level of fitness is, by the way, I'm big on like words and their meetings and stuff like that, but it's to lift. I haven't defined, Chad, exactly how often I'm going to lift. I don't know if it's going to be an everyday thing, um, but that's definitely going to be a piece of it but it's lift. And for me, it means lift weights, but it also means lift, like lift others, right? I'm on many encouragement, things of that nature. So there'll be some specifics to it, but it's taking it to that next level of fitness. Um, I want to be, you know, like I'm going to walk around the office with no shirt on. I got my, my other buddy, Chad, he's always, I'm like, he's always on an Island somewhere, no shirt. I'm like, this seems like a daggum Greek gladiator, man. He's like ripped up. I'm going like, to, I'm going to be my best version of that. Uh, but no running every day, the, the specific benchmark goal for that is that December of 2021, I want to run a five December of 2021. I want to run a 5k in 20 minutes, which is crazy for me right now, but that's a goal. Um, I'll, I failure launched a business in 2020 that honestly, when it comes down to it, I've just been like, I was, I feel like kind of a should maybe, but I never committed to it. There's like an interest there. And so, but I, but I had committed to it. Does that make sense? I wasn't committed to it, but I had committed to it. And so definitely launching that business and making that more of a public thing too, where I do talk about like, this is what we're going to do. This is where I'm going to let people in, in the world, the social world through the podcast and we're like where we're at with it. Cause it creates that type of both the, the, the achievement, like I'm motivated by achieving something, but also the negative like angst of if I fail and it's more public. So uh, that's, that's in my, in the insurance world. I've been in that world for 15 years and, um, COVID was probably a good excuse for me to not launch the way I should with a new agency. So uh, that'll be a, that'll be a, a launch instead of a failure to launch in 2021. And then a personal goal too, and you're incorporated in this one. So I'm adding fuel to your fire, but as to, uh, to build a house, we got some land. Uh, we live in a tiny little house right now because we moved to where we wanted to be. And we're like, we're going to build a house on this property. So uh, building a house is a big 
go all mine for 2021. Uh, Thank God all the lumber prices are so reasonable right now. It's going to be awesome. I know, right? Yeah, it's great. But no, those are, those are some goals that I have. And um, yeah, man, I'm excited about that. I'm committed to them. I'm excited about them. Not all excitement is from like positive energy. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like enthusiasm. It's just like, no, I'm excited to go after something that maybe I don't want really want to do, but I know I need to do to get to the next level of trust in myself, to hold myself accountable. Like, you know, you may not really feel committed, but you did commit. So make it happen. Um, I wrote this down earlier, man, when you were talking, but it says when you're truly committed to something, you stop negotiating with yourself. So I've done, I did too much negotiation with that particular entity in 2020 and in 2021. That's all right, I got to level up, man. Time to put your money where your mouth is. If you can make yourself a runner in 2020, then you can make yourself uh, successful in this business again in 2021. How about you? I, I love it. Love it. Love it. And, I, and I, I'll start laughing in the beginning of you talking about this. This is why we make awesome business partners. And I love this about our relationship. You and I haven't talked about this at all. We have not planned. You sent me a text asking me about fitness plan and I didn't even respond because I wanted to get into it on this podcast. Uh, you sent me that a few days ago. Appreciate that, that response, man. Yeah, it you was have good buddies in your life. It was, your text it was intentional. Um, you talking about lift and what that means, like that lines up with exactly what I have planned, uh, but from a different angle. For me, my word, my theme going into 2021 is stronger. Um, I have really embraced stronger from the Stronger Business Summit. I have embraced everything that means have built some positive energy there i want to add fuel to that i want stronger to be my theme for 2021 and specifically starting out around the fitness side i am such a quantity guy i am every day or i want to do this many miles or i want to swim this many meters or i want to bike this far or i want to do this for these many months or accomplish this I want to have this much in my checking account. I want to have this revenue. I am really good at setting quantity number goals and going after them, but I sacrifice the other stuff, just like you're talking about with lifting. I have worked, I have exercised every day of, or almost every day, going on 365 days straight in 2020. I have not done a single leg workout with weight. <laughs> I done, I say that I done one and I was so, I was in really good shape. I was running 20 miles a week. I was biking, I was swimming every week. I was in the best shape of my life I've been in this year. I done one simple leg workout and I was sore for five days and it was miserable. And I was like, this sucks. I'm not doing this anymore. But for me, that's where stronger comes in. I want to get away from quantity and I want to get stronger. I want to be a stronger person. I want to have stronger legs, so I'm a better biker and a better runner. I want to lift weights and be stronger upper body, so I'm a better swimmer, so I'm healthier, so I can do more things I enjoy on from a recreation standpoint. I don't want to hit revenue goals or profit goals. I want to build stronger businesses. I want to make the people inside of those businesses stronger. I want to be a stronger leader. 
I want to make everything stronger and better and start focusing on the daily steps to accomplish that. And I, I quantified those things and identify two leg workouts a week, doing this with having two leadership meetings a week, having a team meeting every week. I still quantify it. But in the past, I've said, I want to hit this revenue goal or this mileage goal or this. And I, I am very good at achieving goals. I love winning. And so I, I can push and focus there, but I will run over everything else in the way. I'll, I'll, it'll be a very poorly ran $2 million company because I had set a $2 million goal. I want to get away from that and focus on stronger in all aspects of my life. Stronger marriage, stronger businesses, stronger teams, uh, stronger from a fitness level. And so stronger is my theme. And I'm working on crafting out all the ways the habits are going to build into a lifestyle around that. And I'm excited, man. It's the way I'm compounding what I'm already doing. I'm not changing anything where I'm finding value and I'm winning now. I'm just adding to it. And I'm so freaking excited about 2021. Uh, 2020 has been a huge win for me. We found ways to make it a win. And, and also, too, we've identified something that is a major goal for our cleaning company that would have seemed overwhelming to me in the past, probably outside the past six months, I would have kind of held it out there in the distance. It's probably not achievable or that's cool. Wouldn't that be awesome now? And you care if we share the goal? Are you good? Sure, with, man. Let's, let's do it. it out there. Let's see. Yeah, it's better money Josh and I uh, and our management team and everybody involved have committed to growing a $10 million cleaning company. And that's something right now I'm so freaking excited about. And I see the angles to do it. I see the ways we can cover a lot of ground there in 2021 and get there way faster than I thought in a three to five year plan. And not because you and I know how to grow a $10 million company or that we've ever been a part of a $10 million company, but we know how to grow a million dollar company. And if we can grow 10 of those or, or do it in 10 different cities, then we have a $10 million cleaning company. And that's something really exciting. We're identifying the steps. We're laying out the long-term goal. We're laying out the 2021 goal behind it. And we've created a reward at the end of a way we celebrate it. And I'm just really excited, man, of, uh, from a relationship standpoint and some things my wife and I are doing, some a business partner relationship standpoint with things we're doing, the circle of influence and friends we have now and the abundance mentality of how everybody wins and we're all doing these things together right now. And, and then from a business standpoint and a community standpoint of uh, continuing to make things stronger and grow and, it's going to be awesome, man. I, I have never went into a new year with so much excitement and feeling of accomplishment and confidence uh, than right now. With the dude, stronger is a great one. My words fit for 2021. I'm trying to maintain that momentum. And I, I gave a talk on this, but the fit means focused and intentionally tough is what I'm going for. Is Again, staying focused, staying in my lane, getting more narrow in what I'm working after. Uh, being intentional and then being just being tough. And I say intentionally tough because get, going back to that comfort zone thing, it's just easy yeah. as you start to grow and accumulate in life, like you gain some success. It's, it's easy to get kind of get comfortable. And so I'm like, no, nah, I want to do things on purpose that toughen me, that don't just provide me, you know, comfort and make me soft, so to speak. 
is I want my kids to be tough. I want them to be tough and tenacious. Here's the crazy thing, and this is for a lot of our listeners. You and I are not fitness people. We're not gym buffs. We're not before now runners. We historically have not been in this space at all. Very neglected space for both of us. We identify way more and I recognize way more as entrepreneurs, business owners, certain professions, different things in the community. I don't think anybody has ever looked at us as somebody that's revolved around fitness or gyms or running or those things until recently. But for me and you, this is a newfound place that we plugged into over the last year, year and a half. I feel like I am four to five times better at being a business owner and an entrepreneur and have learned so much more than I ever have day-to-day in business uh, that I have about business from fitness. Do you feel that way? The fitness side has overlapped in business and made me so much better. And I cannot put it into words how, how much of a difference that's made in my life and how everybody listening if you trust the process and the discipline behind what you can accomplish and achieve from a fitness level, it will overlap so much in the business world. It's crazy. Yeah, man. The the mental and emotional level for me, the biggest win for me when it comes to fitness is that it has helped me to earn my own trust at such a higher level. And that has helped me make better decisions because I'm not second guessing myself. I'm like, no, you're proving that you'll do what it takes to win. So even if this isn't the best decision, like you'll make it, a good decision. You'll pivot. You'll figure out a way to win. That's like, that's what you're doing. You're playing the game. You're playing the game within the game. Like you're going to figure out a way to win and win with honor. And fitness has helped me figure that out. It's again, it's given me great confidence. It's giving me again, renewed trust in myself, which makes again, uh, it increases your speed in all things when you're getting fitness and stronger in that area. So dude, excited about the podcast in 2021. When you guys are listening to this, it'll probably be 2021, but our goal is to break our hundredth podcast episode at the end of 2021, we got a plan to do it. We're going to make it happen and wrap it up. Chad, your final words for 2020 for the entrepreneur adventure audience. Here's what I want to do. I want to go into 2021 achieving things together. Everybody listening, get on social media or get on uh, email website. We'll share all that after this episode. We'll have uh, notes in the show link. Whatever that means. I don't know. I'm trying to sound like a professional host. (laughs) Um, You're a professional co-host, buddy. Get on your phone, record a quick video, and tell us what your 2021 goals are. Tell us what you're wanting to accomplish. We want to hear from all of you. We want to share it. We want to be your accountability partner on this podcast, on social. Record a quick 30-second, two-minute, whatever video about what your goals are in 2021, what you want to accomplish. Share it with us on social media or email or in the links below and uh, we'll repost it. We'll do this all together. We'll all win together and uh, excited to see what it holds for all of us. Excited to uh, continue uh, to grow in all the areas that we found uh, are important to us and who we want to be. Let's do this thing. 100%. If you enjoyed this episode of The Entrepreneur Adventure, like and subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at The Entrepreneur Adventure or head to our website, www.theentrepreneuradventure.com. We'll see you next time.